Let's find out about the Better Business Bureau of Connecticut. Jackie McKnight joins me today, the Vice President, Marketing, Communications, and Community Relations with the BBB Serving Connecticut. Jackie, thanks for joining me for this morning. First off, what is the mission of the Better Business Bureau? What are the things you try to look after? Good morning, Wayne. Yes, thank you for having me. Um, So our our mission really is to help uh, connect consumers with trusted businesses and to help people make smarter purchasing decisions um, help businesses make smarter decisions, and to really just help the communities that we serve um, by helping them avoid scams and helping them if they do encounter a problem in the marketplace. And how do you find out about these scams? Is it because someone's been scammed and they report it to you? Yeah, it's actually a combination of many different things. Um, scams come to us. We actually have a program on our website called BBB Scam Tracker. And anybody can go to our site and report a scam. So we, we, you know, hope that if you do experience something, that's that you will do that because it is through, um, you know, real life experiences that we learn about a lot of these things. So you go to Scam Tracker, whether it's an email scam, a text message that you think might be a little bit fishy or phony, um, a phone call. Go to BBB Scam Tracker, and you can. You can report it. You can say what happened. Um, you can code it like an online purchase scam or um, a grandparent scam, different types of scams. You can go and code it. Um, and then we, as a system of Better Business Bureaus, look at these uh, throughout the country, and we can actually see what's happening in real time here in Connecticut or, or in different areas of the country. Jackie, what's been the effect of the pandemic on the world of scam. I'm guessing there's a lot of new scams since the pandemic started. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's new scams, and then there's also, you know, a reinvention of kind of old scams. So, um, as you can imagine, there are, with everybody really working from home during the pandemic and, and people staying home, staying safe, a lot of these online scams have kind of morphed um, and with everybody shopping online, there have been a lot more in terms of online purchasing scams in 2020, 2021, and, and now we're, we're still seeing that in 2022, um, as well as um, some fake social media ads and things that are really tricking the online consumer into making some decisions that may not be um, may not be the best decision. Yeah, there's been an in-depth investigative study, theft on a massive scale, online shopping fraud, and the role of social media. So give me an idea what that's all about. Yeah, um, you know, everybody loves a good deal, right? And scammers know that. So counterfeit coupons, um, counterfeit websites, and things like that have really popped up and are, are really affecting people on the way that they shop online. Um, the motives and the way that they do it vary, but they really uh, can affect consumers and they, they lose a lot of money. And, and also they affect retailers, you know, the, the legitimate companies. People are uh, shopping with these maybe less than transparent companies and the real retailers are losing out on money. So, um, you know, there's lots of ways that you can protect yourself to uh, be safe and not fall victim to some of these scams. Um, you know, number one, if a deal looks too good to be true, it probably is. So definitely be skeptical. Um, if it's, say, an ad or a coupon that is offering something that is way above, uh, you know, or almost at the retail price of the item, that's a red flag. You know, it, it's too good to be true. Um, check the source of the coupon or the deal. 
um, whether it's an email that you get uh, with a deal or it's a coupon that you see or an ad that you see on social media, if it doesn't come from, you know, a recognized coupon distributor um, or the manufacturer or the store, be wary. Um, you should always be sure that the coupon is legitimate. You can go directly to the company's website and look for the coupon on their site to be sure that it's legit. Let me go back to the pandemic and the COVID-19 issues, and I'm sure that the scammers have found a way to keep up with the times. And the times now, the hot topic of the day is home test kits, which were so hard to get. And then when towns began to give them out, there were massive lines for the pickup, and they got there too, and they didn't get them from the government. But are there scams out there for people who are looking for a test that probably should not be using these people? Yes, absolutely. That is actually one of the um, most recent scams that we've seen come in uh, through our scam tracker and also um, from different media outlets uh, that we've been working with uh, throughout the country. And it's very unfortunate, but scammers know, you know, scarcity. So they know that people are looking for these tests. They know that they need them, a lot of people, to work, um, or they're maybe returning from vacation or returning from a Christmas holiday or, or holiday time. So they know that the need is there, and they're going to take advantage of it. Um, like you just said, the government just announced yesterday uh, that there are going to be giving some tests out. So there are ways that you can also be safe here. Um, if you are looking to get those free test kits, go to the actual site. Um, don't click on links in emails or ads or text messages that may be offering you these free kits, make sure you go directly to the real website to get your kit. Um, and you shouldn't need to pay for shipping. You shouldn't need to pay for any of these things. Don't give out your personally identifiable information unless you know you're on the actual website. Um, and, and just when you're going to links, whether it's an email, whether it's on social media, hover over that link and you'll get a little pop-up that'll show you where it's taking you. And if it isn't what's in the link itself, don't click it. Go directly to the website itself um, to be safe and be sure that you're going to the right place. What about with the PCR testing? For example, the state has been running tests for a month or two down at Rec Park and Willimantic and other locations around the state. And also pharmacies sometimes do the tests. And you've got other official locations the, the urgent care locations and the like. Those I trust, but are there scammers out there who are trying to offer you a phony test to take your money and it's not legitimate? Yes, um, and, and that's very unfortunate. Um, you know, people are, like you said, are looking for these locations. And, and like you said, those locations like your pharmacy, um, the urgent care, places like that, um, but are legitimate. So, you know, you can feel safe in that. But there are people out there that are looking to take not only your money, but your, your personally identifiable information, that, that information that you need to hold uh, close to your heart and near and dear so that nothing happens to you. You don't have identity uh, theft or fraud. So just be cautious. If you want to test, the number one, you know, best option is talk to your doctor first. Reach out to your healthcare provider. They could help you figure out um, if a test will be covered, um, you shouldn't have to pay for it, where to go to a legitimate clinic or a pharmacy, because we have seen that across the country um, there have been either phony test sites set up, which is scary, um, you know, people out there trying to get that information, and or in those locations where you said there are very long lines, we have actually seen scammers going out and purporting 
to work for that location, walking from vehicle to vehicle saying, you know, we're going to get you through faster. Let me have your information, taking the people's information, their license, their, you know, their insurance information, and then, and then disappearing with it. They don't really work for the clinic. So you really just need to make sure that you're going to a legitimate place, regardless of how long wait times may be. Um, make sure you're going to a legit um, testing center. And I've read some scam stories online that say that some of these scammers actually, for a, a test, like a PCR test, they ask for your Social Security number. Now, I've had like 10 or 11 tests since this pandemic began, and I can tell you the legitimate places I've gone to have never asked for social. So that's something you should be really careful of. Yes, absolutely. They should never be asking for that level of personally identifiable information. Um, I, I as well have been a few times, and, and they really only ask for your, um, you know, your your name, your information, and your um, insurance card. Nine times out of ten. Now we all get the the junk calls on our phone, either the landline or the cell phone. And yeah, I look at it and I go, "That's not a call that I want." I got one yesterday from Texas. Is is a random call from an unknown source like that something i should report to the bbb or what's the threshold on yeah i should report no i shouldn't report yes is the simple answer anytime you get something like that that is not legitimate report it um you know it's just like complaints if you have an issue with a business and you need to get that rectified you want resolution that is how we know and how we can help in these situations we work closely with different government organizations as well, um, like the Department of Consumer Protection, the Attorney General's Office. So if, for example, we're getting a bunch of scam tracker entries on, say, maybe price gouging with masks, say, you know, again, with the scarcity, you see um, masks or test kits and, and there's price gouging. If we get one of those, great, we see that. But if we get 10, we know there's an issue. So the more that we see these things, the better we can help serve the communities, get the education out there, and work with those local um, law enforcement or government agencies to step in and put a stop to some of the the less than transparent um, business practices that are out there in the marketplace. Is social media one of the biggest sources of some of the scams that we've had, especially during the pandemic? Yes, especially during the pandemic. Like we kind of talked about before, with everybody online, everybody shopping online, people spending more time than ever, whether it's in their homes or, or on their phones, um, the scammers know this. And, you know, it's so easy to put up a fake ad with uh, a fun, you know, uh, good quality photo. It makes it look legitimate. It endears people. You know, you're scrolling through your feed and you say, hey, I want that or I've been looking for that and, I, and it's been out of stock everywhere. Let me click this link. And it brings you to a site that may look very similar to the legitimate site, but maybe a couple letters off, or there may be some spelling errors, or um, you know, little things like that can kind of tip you off. Those are red flags. Instead of taking that um, emotion, you know, you're, you're you're scrolling, you're looking, you said, "I really wanted this." Take a step back, remove the emotion from the purchase, and. Do your own search. Instead of just using the link you found on social, do your own search on, on Google. Search for the company or the brand that you're looking for and go to that legitimate website to make your purchase. Although once I got scammed by going to Google looking for a, uh, cons- a cons- consumer helpline number and it gave me a bad number. You can't even trust that sometimes, too. Jackie, what's the relationship you have with the Department of Consumer Protection in the state of Connecticut? It seems like in many ways you both do the same thing. 
Uh, we work very closely together, actually. We, meet, we actually meet with the Department of Consumer Protection on a regular basis to review um, issues or situations that we may see arising or happening throughout the state. Um, the, where, where the Department of Consumer Protection does the licensing and, and, and things like that, and they are a government agency, so they can do certain things that BBB doesn't do. We can't force someone to do something. We're not, we're not a government agency ourselves, but we help mediate situations between, um, you know, a business and a consumer to hopefully get that resolution that the consumer is looking for. But when we work with the Department of Consumer Protection, they can kind of take that next step if it's warranted. But I don't think the Department of Consumer Protection has Marketplace Excellence Awards. But the BBB gave those out in 2021. Who were they? We did. We did. And we do. We actually, um, in, in 2021, we actually revamped our Marketplace Excellence Awards to better reflect the kind of business climate that we're in. Um, and there are five different awards. Um, and the first is our Community Care Award, and it's given to a business that generally, uh, generously contributes their time, talent, and sometimes financial donations to charities or community organizations. And this year, the winner of our Community Care Award was Johnson Brunetti. Um, they do a lot in the community in terms of uh, working with different organizations, uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, and it's really great to see businesses give back like that. Um, so we were very grateful of them. Our Spark Award uh, is given to an entrepreneur whose business is less than three years old, and they're actively working to maintain an ethical marketplace while connecting with their community. And this year, our Spark Award winner was Chateau Rouge, which is uh, a really a really neat um, HR company. They're new. Um, and actually, they, they spawned kind of during the pandemic. They, they had just started. And they were looking to really do um, human resources in terms of hospitality management. But as you know, during the pandemic, a lot of hotels and, in and industries like that had to kind of close down and scale back. So they took a step forward and expanded their reach. And now they're a full-service HR company. So, um, so that was really great uh, to see them grow. Our, we have a Diversity Entrepreneur Award that's given to um, a company whose ethnic, cultural, and diverse members of the community bring a unique perspective and idea for innovation um, in business ownership. And that was given this year to Star Strong Capital, um, which is a women-owned business. And they've done a lot in terms of helping um, underserved communities get funding. Um, so I would definitely check them out um, if you're looking for uh, funding or assistance in terms of uh, capital. Um, I would definitely check them out. We have our Innovative Marketing Award, which is given to a business that uh, has launched a new marketing campaign that displays their commitment to ethics in the marketplace and educates their consumers um, and helps serve their community, too. Um, and this year, that award was uh, given to MDF Painting and Power Washing. They're always very innovative, and they really care about educating their consumers on their services, not just, you know, selling based off of price. So they want to make sure their consumers understand what it is that they're, that they're purchasing and, and why um, it makes the most sense for their home. Jackie, thank you very much. Good information. I think one of the things is just use common sense, and when things are too good to be true, they probably are too good to be true. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Have a great day.
Jackie McKnight, our guest, VP Marketing, Communications, and Community Relations with the BBB, the Better Business Bureau, serving Connecticut on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.